Hey everyone, it's Devin, and welcome to another episode of An Emo Girl's Guide to the Galaxy, where we debate, rant, and curse too much. If you like books and sarcasm and hate the patriarchy, then you've come to the right place. And today we have a special guest host because Erin is off living her best life on vacation. So I want to introduce my book friend, Steph. Yay! (laughs) Hi! Hi guys, thank you so much for having me. Um, This is my first ever podcast, so I am super excited. And as a full-on book nerd and uh, emo since birth, uh, this is the best one I could do. (laughs) So it makes sense uh, to join this one. So yeah, I'm super pumped. Thank you for having me. Um, I met Dev <laughs> through through Bookstagram, obviously, as all great friendships start. But it was through we did like a like a Kardashian yeah. link up yes, somehow, right? Yes, I yes. <laughs> From what I remember, because it was so long ago, honestly. I posted a video with the Kardashian sound, and then you messaged me, and you were like, "I love the Kardashians. Like, I need, <laughs> I need." I need more sounds. I need more reels with Kardashian sounds. And then we ended up doing one together. And it's now so we talk every day. It's so the opposite of being an emo girl to be like, <laughs> the Kardashians. <laughs> I love that, though. One of them is marrying Travis Barker. So yeah. I feel like it works. She's now. Yeah. We're going to adopt her. It's we'll fine. let her into the crew. It's fine. I mean, I'm salty about it, but whatever. It's fine. Like, just she <laughs> does the emo style better than I do, but it's fine. Okay. It's, I, think, I know it's so disappointing. For I'll me. Go for That's it. what money will do, though. Yeah. yeah. This is what I tell myself to make myself feel better. <laughs> um, yeah. But I guess, like, little about me. Um, I have been reading since like ever, um, literally like with the usual kind of suspects like Harry Potter, stuff like that. And then as a teen obsessed with JLA, she took up far too much of my uh, time as a teenager. <laughs> like It was either like JLA or go drink in a park, um, but never any homework. So <laughs> sorry, mom. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I said that okay. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, like, absolutely love, 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 love music. Um, I have a really eclectic taste, but my heart and soul belongs to kind of pop punk and alternative. And the quickest way to become my friend is to compliment me on my music taste or ask me for music records because uh, <laughs> I'm obsessed. So, yeah. And as a Leo... I think I'm going to be pretty good oh. at the the uh, topic of this week because <laughs> I, uh, I I love it. I, I am fiery. It. Yeah, like it is. I am fiery. I, there's some stuff I do not subscribe to on the Leo thing. I'm going to be honest, like, but the fiery nature, <laughs> it's definitely there, and I know Dev will, <laughs> will tell <Yeah>. you that. <laughs> sure so yeah I think uh chatting about unpopular opinions that we stand by I'm ready that's awesome I'm ready so as everyone can see (laughs) Steph is gonna fit right in with this group (laughs) (laughs) I love it it's perfect okay so I'm Jess and I'm going to give you some bookish emo world updates uh soon this week I guess Tuesday um City of Dusk by Tara Sim is coming out um so this is set in a gorgeous world of bone and shadow magic of vengeance gods and defiant chosen ones the City of Dusk follows the four heirs of four noble houses each gifted with a divine power as they form a tenuous alliance to keep their kingdom from descending into realm shattering war so that sounds right up yeah all of our alleys so I really 
loved her mm-hmm. first or her other series that was like the Count of Monte Cristo play on one. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a really good series. So I'm excited about this one. Um, also, The Bone Orchard by Sarah A. Mueller, which is a fascinating whodunit set in a lush gothic world of secrets and magic where a dying emperor charges his favorite concubine with solving his own murder and preventing the culprit, which undoubtedly is one of the three terrible sons from taking control of an empire. So that's like, it's it, this one's an adult fantasy and it's like supposed to be super gothic. It's got a big skull hand on the cover yeah, and flowers really and stuff. So yeah. I was like, oh, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of upset because I should have picked it for my book of the month club choice and I didn't. I picked something else and now I'm... Um, the other exciting news the biggest news of this week is that bridgerton season two is coming out on the 25th uh on netflix so we're all kind of just like i can't wait for deb to watch it and yes you know after reading for all the bridgerton fans out there we will be doing an episode or two on bridgerton and i am definitely going to be taking notes because i've read all the books and we'll come at you with this is what they did differently, and this is what I needed to be added in. So I will have. I think notes. Dev is going to be salty. I want to call it now before <laughs> it happens. Probably for specifically for the background characters, I think they're going to make her salty. <laughs> <laughs> the the books are just done so differently than the show, which like I think is in a good way because in the show they've brought in I love like the show. all of the characters at once, so all the storylines are starting to form. Because that's how TV shows happen, where the books are so solitary on those couples and like there's not a lot of relationship building behind the scenes. In the mm-hmm. show, there is. And so it's, I like it. I, I, I it don't too. know if you're going to be salty or not, but I really like the way the they did it. The one thing I already am salty about, though, that I had to ask, I already know, like who, well. Oh, yeah. It was, they, who it yes, is. they announced or they revealed who, um, what's her name? The writer? Lady, yeah. whatever her name is, <laughs> Lady, Lady Whistle, Lady Whistledown, Lady Whistledown. There you go. There you go. They revealed Lady Whistledown at the end of season one, and I had to ask because I was reading the books as everybody was watching the show. Because I'm that person that says I need to read the books before I watch anything so I can compare. And they don't reveal Lady Whistledown in the books until book four because it's a major part of the plot line in book four. So when they get to that specific couple in the show, if they get that far, I'm very interested to see what happens because it literally is like the basis of that book for the most part. Yeah. It'll be kind of interesting to see how that works. We will see. We shall see. I will save this for another episode. I'm waiting for the run. I'm excited. (laughs) I'm waiting for the rants. I can't wait. I know you're going to rant about it. I'm the worst Brit ever. I've never even seen it. We, we can watch it together. We can watch it together. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll watch it together. All right. I'm Loretta, and it's time for our uh, personal updates that we always do. So we can just go around and say what's happening with us right now. Um, so I haven't read in a week or two. I haven't either. And like, okay, I have been listening to two audiobooks, actually. So to say I haven't read is maybe not fair, um, but they're... They're witchcraft books. <laughs> they're like audio witchy books. And uh, yeah, so they're like on visualization and meditation and all sorts of stuff. And so I just uh, have been doing that thing instead of actually reading fiction. So 
or I'm sure some people call it fiction, so whatever. <laughs> uh, I did also get really wrapped up this last week in all of, like, not in talking about it, but, like, watching it unfold. There was, like, this massive string of Twitter drama about Nazi romances, and I just, like... I know. I had to watch it because I was like, this can't really be still happening, and it is, and so I got all amped up about it, and I was like, no, no. Let's put Twitter to the side. Let's just log out for a second because you don't belong here right now. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just really frustrating. Um, my last little bit is that I was watching Taylor Tomlinson's new stand-up special on Netflix, and I don't remember what it was called, but it's, like, all about mental health and stuff, and it's so dark, and I loved every second of it. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. Uh, like, if you don't have mental health issues it may not be as funny (laughs) for me uh, i'm laughing the whole time so yeah it was really good but that's kind of what i've been up to this week i've been moving so my life is nothing but chaos so Mm -hmm. i've i've made i've been reading crescent city and i've eat a little bit i'm at the part where i stopped before you made it um yeah because last time I read it, and then, can I say it? It's been a long time since it came out, but um, something happens in the beginning, yeah. and I it, it I was like, I need to take a minute after it happened, and then I just never went back. So I'm at that part now, yeah. and I'm going to keep going. <laughs> I'm going to finish it, but it's it's taken me a while. Like, it only goes up from here, you know? Yeah. The first part of that book, I think, is the most traumatic. Yeah. <laughs> but... Like, it's not an easy ride, but it does only go I was like, I need a break, and then I just never... You need to finish it to get to book two. That's all I can say. Yeah. Steph hasn't finished... You haven't finished book two yet, right? No. No, the last that we, like, spoke about it, I have not moved from that spot. Like, I'm kind of like, I don't know, maybe, like, 250 pages in, and then, yeah, I I put it down, because I was like, I, I speed read everything. Um, Like, it's not unusual for me to, like, read a book in a day. Um, Obviously not one that big. But I was like, no, I put put that down. I'm going to take this slow. I'm going to take it steady. And then I uh, took it so slow that I stopped. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That's me. That's what I do. I'm a speed reader, too. So if I put something down, it's probably not getting back in my hands for a while. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> but I also wanted to mention uh, my Apple Music is finally getting on board with our emo-ness because um, it, it recommended me a song um a rem i think it's a remix of bad habits and it's with uh bring me the horizon and it's so good i love the it's way like you the said bring me the horizon then. rock like, version bring me the horizon is that <laughs> <laughs> do, do they belong on this song yes yeah love it yeah bring me the horizon and Ed <laughs> well like if you had told me ed sheeran and bring me the horizon we're gonna do a song together i would have had questions about your sanity so yeah what a lovely surprise yes such a good version love it so look it up yeah i really liked awesome. it i I have had a little bit less chaotic of a week, I think, except for the fact that I still cannot find my AirPods. I've lost them, and I don't know where they are. But in other good news, um, I did get my special edition romanticy box from Once Upon a Book Club box. And the reason why I got this particular box is because it was um, a hardcover, super special edition of a fantasy romance book called... The North Wind, and I haven't read it, but when I looked it up and I found the 
synopsis, I was like, this needs to be something that I own. It's a standalone, but it's going to be part of a larger series of standalone books, and it is... My favorite. Yes. And it is apparently a Beauty and the Beast meets Hades and Persephone vibe thing going on. And I'm super excited to read this book. Once I get through all of my arcs, that's what's happening. And I will let everybody know how it is. As you're suffocating underneath them. I have so many Yeah, I want to hear about it. Yeah. I will have an update. You're you're buried right now. Yeah. I've like got one or two. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm I'm reading uh Wild as a Witch right now. That's my first arc and I'm really enjoying it. And I think we all would actually really enjoy it. It's set in the Pacific Northwest, so very rainy, gloomy, foresty vibes and the main character is a witch, so obviously oh, sold. It's amazing. Heck yeah, I'm in. Yeah. If it's about witches, you know I'm already yes. in. I'm I'm there. <laughs> All right, Steph, what's up with you? Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, so I'm also feeling my emo uh, song vibes. I'm actually listening to um, Yumi at Six um, Sucker Punch album a lot at the minute. It's not like a super new album, but it's got a lot of main character energy songs on it. So, like, if if you're looking for an album to just make you the kind of... The best kind of songs. Oh, yeah. Like, want to... We are always looking for a main character. <laughs> yeah. You want to, like, walk out your door and punch someone in the face? Like, it's there's a song for that. <laughs> 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 like, you want to yes. just, like, finish that workout? There's a song for that. Like, it's that. It's, got, it's just... It's really, really good. And there's some, like, uh, tasty lyrics uh, to kind of get in your feels with, um, which is really, really good. Um, I've been doing a bit of a reread because speaking of arcs, I'll have some coming, um, towards the end of this month. So I've been rereading, um, one of my favorite authors, um, Jay Bree has a paranormal, um, like fantasy romance, uh, reverse harem, just saying all of the, the tropes, uh, <laughs> <I love> it. <laughs> like how to describe it. Uh, it's called, um, the bonds that tie series and there's three books out so far. So the fourth one's going to come this month and I'm on the arc team, which is super, super exciting for me. Cause she's one of my favorite, favorite, uh, indie authors. And this series is just, oh, it's unreal. It's so, so good. It's so good. If you haven't read it, highly recommend um I haven't and now I want it yeah I need it. it's like you, you know, I mean all the dark twisty alpha holes you could like shake a stick at I love and, it. alpha holes like, yes. <laughs> oof, and just I love it uh, <laughs> Oh, you just perfect. sold everybody. Everybody <laughs> on this. Song. We're all like going out to like one click buy these books. I'm like, get, I mean, I'm pretty sure but, they're but, on like on. Kindle Unlimited as well. So get it. Like hit that like read now. <laughs> oh, yes. I have like one more month left. <laughs> um, and then like in other news, um, I don't know if people know, but I have my own bookish business. It is called Red Rebel. Um, it's actually a combination of um, bookish things and elder emo things just like this podcast <laughs> so the best combo there is <laughs> right um, in my mind <laughs> i'm actually wearing one of the shirts today that's uh, more emo inspired oh, which that. is just kind of uh, low life repeated in different colors um that's so cute thank you i uh, i worked at a festival recently and that was it. that was amazing um but yeah so i've been working on the fir- one of the first collections which is like red rebel academy so taking all of those kind of bookish 
schools that we know and love and creating kind of wearable merch for it um which has been really exciting and I actually got official approval from Sarah J Mass's team to uh license some stuff so that's my oh my god yeah big news which that's is so exciting super exciting and I'm like oh my god it's real take the money <laughs> I'm, seriously I'm yeah, I've already bought a few things but it's real ah! so yeah if anybody <laughs> wants to check it out it's uh at red rebel uk is the handle and um more exciting stuff's coming soon and I'm going to be looking for reps soon just saying so oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we'll put links in the notes yes. um for the show to the site so that yeah can, um yay. thanks stuff. guys so awesome Okay, so I will wrap things up and start our main topic of conversation today, which is unpopular bookish opinions that we all stand by. Unpopular opinions in general, but most of mine are bookish. I feel like going through our notes, we all have mostly bookish ones. I was laughing because I was looking at the notes for this episode and it was like, we all had like a few bullet points and then Debs was like 17. <laughs> I just had to be thorough. Who's the Virgo? Uh-huh. It made me laugh. All right. Well, maybe the, some of those 17 will start riots with some people. I don't know. Let's go through them. I can start off with one. It's a long list. Yeah, I also think that we all have very different opinions, so this should be a really fun episode because we talk about this stuff on the side, but everybody listening to us argue over, like, our favorite characters and why they're better is going to be so fun. I'm but ready. Oh, yeah. me, and, with... me and Dev go back and forth quite a bit. Yeah. We do, because you and I are, like, polar opposites. <laughs> yeah. It's weird because we're so similar, but when it comes to specific things, we're ve- we're very different, so... We get attached to very different people. Yeah. I feel like we needed one of those, like, bells that they have in a boxing ring, like, ready for this. Like, we need that sound. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. Well, the first one I have on my list, I'll start off, I think, with a lower hanging one that won't offend too many people is that I will not not finish a book. So even if I don't like something, I have to finish it because I feel like I've already wasted my time starting it. (laughs) And at that point, I need to know how it ends. So I'm just going to finish it. So that way I can say that I finished it and also have all of the information to say, this is why this is not a good book. Yeah. Yeah, I don't do that. <laughs> I will put that book down. If I don't like it, it's I was going. just saying, I'm the com- complete opposite. I'll get it out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> throw that I thing. Still, I still have the Winner's Trilogy book on my shelf, even though I hate those books. I still have them. Why? I don't know. I used to be exactly the same. I was like, no, I've started, so I'll finish. And like, so the, that point that you said of like, I'm, I can now tell you that it was crap. And I have evidence because I, I read the whole thing. <laughs> like, it didn't get better. It didn't get better. But, like, now. It does not get better. I'm setting boundaries with myself. So <laughs> I will not waste my time. <laughs> like, unless it's Good like an you. arc. If it's an arc, then you kind of have to, you know, you're like, oh, okay, like, it's not what I thought it was going to be, which is, which that always sucks because then you have to, like, write yeah, that's a review. the worst. It sucks. Mm-hmm. But I'm getting better at setting boundaries with myself. Less guilt of not finishing. I'll be like, no. There's there was way other book better books waiting for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I will just put that thing down and say, uh, throw, boy, bye. Throw it out the window. No. 
If anybody needs anyone to rage read books for them, just send them to me because I I will do it. <laughs> I'll read them all because I have to. I'll um, read them all. <laughs> yeah, I will. Okay, now I'm, I think to balance out the conversation, I'm going to go between like lesser conflicting topics to the more conflicting topics. Oh, so my okay. next one, my next one is going to be that love triangles need to die and i hate love triangles except for jennifer l armatrout's love triangles in the dark elements amen other than that <laughs> including oh, that including the infernal devices they need to go away i do not accept any love triangles i'm mostly on board with this sometimes i feel it depends it depends how they're done but yeah i'm mostly over it yeah it depends on how they're I, done i don't care yeah, I'm like, yeah, that. like it's not something that it's not something I don't know that I have like a full opinion on this because occasionally I'm like, all right, this is adding to the dimension of it and I kind of like it. But sometimes if they're just not done well or like, I don't know, when you talk about the dark elements, I have some feelings about the dark elements. I have feels but about is that it, one that I'm not going to get into. Is it the love triangle because, or is it just like the other stuff? Well, like part part of it is the love triangle because... Like, I understand why it was done the way it was done, but I just didn't like that she took a vote and then chose to write yeah. the last book about whoever won the vote. I forget about that. I pretend that didn't happen. It, I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> I remember when that did happen, and it was the most tense moment of my it life. Was set up, it was set up differently. Like, I think if she had been just writing it from her own, I don't think it would have gone the direction it went, which is what surprises me, because the way that the book was going. I, but anyway, I, it's a whole thing. See, this could be another episode too. Because That's where we agree. don't agree on I that. I don't agree with that. I think the way that it was written, it was, it was very clearly always, set up a way that so she too. had so, it in her mind. I think she ended up with the right person. Yes. Yeah, and I think that that was the way that she was going to write I have it anyway. issues with her writing in those books. I love them. I, I love them. gives me... <laughs> I love them. But I can love them. Like, that's my issue with Jennifer L. Armentrout all the time. It's like... I love her. I love the books. I'm going to read all of them. I read Lux series. Like, I'm going to read all of them. But I'm going to be angry about the plumbing and stuff. (laughs) I'm so upset about the plumbing in A Shadow in the Ember. I got too fixated. I love that book. Obsessed with it. It's way high on my shelves. I think. Uh, But the plumbing issues. Yeah. I think for me, like, they're they're just, they're really hard to do, right? Like, like, uh, love triangles are hard to do. So the majority of them are trash. They're trash. And I, I'm like, you, I kind (laughs) of almost don't care. Like, I don't mind as long as I win. (laughs) So, because I always, my, my thing with love triangles, yes, my thing with love triangles is that, I don't care. It's unrealistic when it happens in a specific way. And I'm going to use Infernal Devices, and I'm going to make a lot of people upset. But just know I am the trashiest Cassandra Clare fan out there. Like, I am obsessed with Shadowhunters. I I I will reread every single series for days. But the love triangle in Infernal Devices is trash. Why? Because there was a clear winner. There was a clear winner from book one. And you cannot tell me. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. (laughs) Dev, put away your PowerPoint presentation. I can write a full page. I can write a 30-page paper on this. But you cannot tell me that Tessa didn't love one of of the boys more than the other. And have one just be a backup plan. Like, there's no way. There's no way that you can convince me. That she had equal feelings for them, and she was like, well, 
okay, I don't know which one to pick. No, she knew which one she wanted. <laughs> and then they didn't want her. And she was like, fine, I'm going to go choose this other person who likes me more than you do. And I'm just going to be chill and see what happens. Like, that's my issue with love triangles. There's always a, a clear winner. Like There's always a loser. And never, as long as it's like, not me, oh, I'm happy. <laughs> Oh, who do I choose? <laughs> I don't know who I like more. Like, no, please. I would just like to thank everyone for coming to our one-hour dissertation. <laughs> I just, you're too heated on that particular love triangle. Never, nobody say the words like infernal devices. I'm done. Love triangle around Dev ever again. There's like a fan. Yes. <laughs> never yeah. to be mentioned i can't i can't anyway that's my <laughs> a hot take on love triangles please let them go away from i'm gonna throw one of mine out here to get us out of yes that. <laughs> 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 uh i hate crime cry porn books you need to explain you need to explain cry okay porn to everybody. so like <laughs> the fault in our stars or Whatever, all the like the books about cancer that are like just made to make you cry, where oh, you know okay. the purpose of the book is like to just get all these deep feelings out, and you're like, okay, why do I want? To, what is? I don't know. You know all those books that they make movies about. Yeah, yeah. Um, like P.S. I love you. And movies about. The books where the trailer always has a really sad song in it. <laughs> yeah, and well, they like, emo is I, shit. Is that author who wrote the Notebook. Well, but they're emo in such a fake way oh, yeah. to me uh, because they're they're just trying to, like, devastate you on purpose. And, like, I go to music for that. That's that's my outlet for that. I don't need to, you know, if I need to look at, like, sad things in life, I can turn on the news. I don't want to do it in a book. And that's just, like, I like a tragic ending, say, Song of Achilles, but that's not a cry porn book. That's just a good book. So, I don't know. I just don't. Yeah, I, I think don't want to read a, a book reader. about little kids with cancer no. and stuff. I'm just mm-mm. if I know a book's gonna make me atonement cry. Oh god, yeah. I yeah, that's a weird one. I don't think like I don't think I like hate them. Like, but I don't read that type of a book. You know, like I'm not reading yeah, a contem- a, temp- a contemporary like that. Like if I'm in contemporary world, it's the darker side of the world. Like, it's dark romance yeah. or death for me. So that's just, like, my my vibe. <laughs> <laughs> dark romance or death. And there's, like, some author There's like, a quote. <laughs> <laughs> it's dark romance or death for me. I mean, I'm going to put on a show, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> K- yes. <laughs> KV Rose does this, like, incredibly well, right? She's this really good indie dark um, romance author. And, like, her books are, like, you kind of know that it's, it's angst heavy like there's a lot of like mental health issues there's all this kind of stuff going on some of it's just cults and fucking and that's fine but like some of it is like really like mental health and like <laughs> angsty stuff and like <laughs> i think we read the same type of stuff um, i mean i think we're, our brains are <laughs> but like <laughs> when i know just that i'm going fucking. into it because it's a her book and I know that it's going to be a hard one. Like it's not going to be an easy digestible thing. I'm cool with it. But then like what you're saying with the cry books where it's like, it's, it's almost like, like it's really false and forced, like the forced, Hey, like I'm just going to drop in like this thing to make it really, really sad rather than like, it's like this really thought out paced, well thought like device. It's like, Going in knowing you're going to cry versus going in not knowing and then it happening 
like naturally like Steph said like naturally and it's meant to go with the whole plot but it's not the only plot of oh this is sad yes like just I don't want that I don't want kids with cancer to be the main plot of the book that I'm reading yeah yeah I feel like I can't say a whole lot because I those aren't the books that I gravitate towards but I do watch some of the movies and I hate those kinds of movies so I feel like I can say that I will not watch those movies (laughs) yeah I won't what if that what if if it's us or whatever those those books I don't know they looked like something that would make me cry and I don't want to be a part of it yeah no thank you I'll save my brain for smut thanks oh I'm I'm bored with that who else wants to share one of their I'll say one. I have, a, I, have, I have one that might make everyone angry. Um, I sometimes read the endings of books first. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, I do Guilty. have rules for myself. Like, when I, when I let myself do it, I have rules. Like, I only do it if I'm really stressed out about what's going to happen. Like, if it's physically affecting my life and I can't live, I'm like, I'm just going to, sometimes I just skim the last page to get a reading of the, like, the mood. Like, is it sad? Are they happy? And then I'm always glad I do it because it, like, makes me feel better. Like, I can prepare my mind. At least you admit to it. I feel like a lot of people will say they don't do that, but it's like, oh, I just wanted to see how many pages there were in the book, so I knew how far to go, and I accidentally saw something. (laughs) So I will do it on books that I'm less invested in. If that, like, that sounds so stupid. Yeah, like, I won't do it on Sarah J. Maas. No, yeah, I know you I would never do it on that. I would never do it on a big fantasy where I'm like, I don't want to know if they die yet. I promise you, I do not. And I will, like, so when everybody was talking about the House of Sky and Breath spoilers, I was like, there is no way I will turn to the back of this book. I was, like, scared to look to see if my, like, story was in there at the end. And it wasn't. But, like, I was scared to look for it more thoroughly because I didn't want to spoil the end of the book. terrifying yeah yeah Yeah, some books i won't do it for but sometimes i'm reading something and i'm so stressed about it or something i'm like (laughs) i'm just gonna go and like see it's the anxiety (laughs) you're just like anxiety riddled (laughs) you're like you have to know (laughs) exactly (laughs) i don't do it very often i've done it like a handful of times but i get i get why you do it like yeah I have a friend who reads, like, she'll just read things out of order in series, or she'll watch a no. a TV show. She'll just start with season two. And I think I just throw it from my mouth I a little cannot, bit. I cannot. No. I, <laughs> it gives me anxiety just knowing that she does that. She'll be like, oh, yeah, but I didn't watch season one. And I'm like, yeah, no, that I, ain't right. I, this hurts me. I I love you, but I am concerned. That hurts me, this yeah. is a weird habit. Yeah. That would be like if someone said to me, like, oh, I watched, you know, season like two of Game of Thrones and then the last one, and that was it. And I'd be like, what? Are you Are you well? It's like an entirely different cast. <laughs> okay. Are you well? <laughs> the whole cast is swapped out. <laughs> That's like two different TV shows, essentially. Yeah, true. You, I don't understand how somebody can go into Game of Thrones. Um, I accidentally read a second book in a series, and I didn't realize it until like months later. And Were you I so still confused? can't get over. No, that's the thing. I wasn't confused about the story. No. I was. It was yes. very much like just a normal book, which is why I didn't know it was a second book in a series. And then I found out it was a second book, and to this day, I still think about it sometimes because I still haven't read the first book. <laughs> Keeps and you up at night. I'm wondering what I'm missing. Like, how could I have read that whole book? 
did I read it correctly? Like, I don't... Yeah, are you missing a bunch of backstory? <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but it's still... I still internally feel, like, bad about the fact that I didn't read the first book. I don't know how people can do that. I like that you still have guilt about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's more confusion and, like, did I not... Am I a bad reader because I didn't pick up on the fact that it was a second book? I don't know. I don't know. All right, Steph, throw one of your unpopular opinions out there. All right, I'm going to throw one in. And I think it's going to tie into a lot of, like, what you you guys were putting in. Um, I, <laughs> I, 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 look, I went down a hole recently in the last two to three years. So it's not like a, a, a small hole. It's a deep hole of dark romance. <laughs> and <laughs> and I, like, I like it there. It's adult and it's smutty and it's great. And that means that now yes. my tolerance for miscommunication in YA <laughs> yes, is that that was one of mine zero I have zero tolerance for oh, it oh yeah it just doesn't even it. feel like it builds the plot anymore if anything it just makes me mad I'm like I know that it's the characters are probably what let's face it somewhere between the ages of like 16 and 18 if it's YA like especially and yeah I was like a little shitty teenager I didn't know how to express myself but like Sometimes you're like, come on. Like, <laughs> uh-huh. it would take like, like two I wasn't words. this bad, right? Yeah. And like, it's always the like, oh, mustn't tell anyone this, this secret. Why? Why? I know. <laughs> <laughs> For what reason? I you and me. That's actually a reason why I can't read as much. Like, I'm almost, uh, I'm almost completely done with YA at the moment or over this last year or so because of a lot of that and you know what have your miscommunication have all of your stuff it's not for me that's fine I'm at that place (laughs) where I'm just like I'll go down the dark romance smutty hole and I'll just live there I'll live in the cave with you (laughs) it's okay they can send things down a tunnel from above yeah like yeah we'll just we don't need lights (laughs) yeah we don't we don't need light we need snacks you can feel what the story says I'm gonna throw in my one of my opinions because it ties into this and I think that anybody can enjoy younger books even if they are older so like including middle grade including young adult if it doesn't have the romance though because I think that that's where a lot of people tend to like the miscommunication thing right like it's an issue mostly in young adult books that have some type of romance element where he can't tell the girl that he likes her for whatever reason or the girl and the guy or the romance, the characters that are in love, boy, boy, girl, girl, whoever it is, cannot tell each other something and there's miscommunication between them and that's what causes the drama in those specific genres of YA. But for me, if the book doesn't have romance as one of the main elements, it's still fun because it's like an adventure book. It's The plot is driven by something outside of love, which is you grow into as you get older, but an adventure is still an adventure. And I think that you can compare it to Disney movies. You can go and enjoy a Disney movie as an adult because usually it's oh, yeah. not about like two characters falling in love and doing stuff and being like, oh, this is great. It's usually focused on the adventures the characters take and the journey. And everybody loves a good <laughs> animated Disney movie. So. My point, middle grade, young adult, I think that they can be enjoyed as an adult 
and I will read Percy Jackson <laughs> until the day every you die. Year. I was just gonna say it's like the <laughs> Uncle Rick books. Yeah, I will read Percy Jackson all the time. Yeah, I want to agree with you, and I think that like when I'm reading, uh, I'm I'm so excited for the moments that I can read those middle grade books to my son or read them with him or however I do that. But I'm just kind of a hoe for romance. And like if there's not (laughs) romance in it, I'm not going to be super interested in it. So I think that there are some – and that's the thing. There are some YA books that they don't have those miscommunication and those types of things, and I I love them. They're great. Like I'll read Throne of Glass for days. I'm Mm. not convinced that that's fully YA though. But like the first few books of that is definitely YA, and yeah. I it it holds such a special place in my heart. But I I just I'm not gonna go pick one up unless I can read, and like that's why I've been reading adult books because <laughs> I'm just kind of a hoe. That's my like I'm yeah, not buying books. I'm on that train. Like I think I I think you're right, Dev. I do think that people can enjoy it, it dependent on your taste because I'm the same. As I like I need a romance element it doesn't need to be the main part of the story like it can literally be just like an element but it has to be there somewhere because I'm a basic bitch and I want to see love <laughs> like, yes. in, in all its crazy forms <laughs> give it to me like in all its crazy like screwed up like I let's not even get into the types of love I've now read <laughs> like I want to st- like all of its forms it doesn't have to be like the maze but it has to be like yeah. In- yeah. involved in the in the buffet of whatever that story is for me to take it an interest um but that I think yeah I think it's totally like down to your personal thing um but but anybody that's like turning around and being like I can't like a book purely for like its age group I don't think that's necessarily like right like you can it's it's what's involved in the book like don't just like shut it down because it's YA like like figure out what the themes are and see if they connect to you and I think you hit the nail on the head too to wrap up the main not to wrap up the main topic but just to cover it again is that their opinions it's all about taste it's all about what you believe in so yeah these are our unpopular opinions but that might not be the case for you because you're different than me and we're all different and we like to argue and and start start stuff i'm people. all about but saying i'm gonna die on a hill but <laughs> i will die on the hill that i will read percy jackson until the day i die so i cheers. salute you <laughs> <laughs> I have one, and I have actually gotten yelled at on the internet for this opinion, <gasps> which is fun. Trolls. But, uh, hot take. Uh, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Um, I am a Team Illusion fan. I want, like Elaine and Lucian, I'm, I'm yes. on that team, and I am not feeling the Elaine and Asriel thing. Um, it yeah. feels too forced to me. I mean, I even felt this way before the events of uh, A you Court did. of Silver Flames. Um, so, for everybody, for everybody who's confused, we're talking about A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Mass. Steph, I know you're not fully finished with this, but it's not spoilery <laughs> because you no, already no. know the characters. Yeah, I know we're the characters. About. So, yeah, that is a very hot. Topic. I said that online once, and then you're uh, brave. This... You're brave to bring it up. I, I forget what content someone posted something that was like the same like they said that they were that too so I was like oh yeah me too I don't know I can't remember and someone was like 
what? Oh my God, you want her to be forced into a relationship that she doesn't, where she doesn't love him and stuff? And I was like, I don't want anyone to be forced into anything. I want them to have a chance to like actually speak to each other and maybe they'll fall in love and that would be awesome. Communication. Yeah, she hasn't even talked to him. My opinion on this whole ship situation is not that I'm like super into Elaine and Lucian. I actually just literally don't care about either of them. They're just not important to me in I like they're I I don't like I know a lot of people really love Lucian. I don't I don't cuz I just don't like him that much. Um I like his brother better to be honest. I like Eris better. Yeah, I just and I think that's it is that like I don't like the kick puppy thing that's happening with him. <laughs> I don't love it. Wet wipe. Uh, I just like I'm I'm very interested in as and his whole ship and the one that I want to go, which Me is too. the other one. And like I'm totally on board with that. I think it's great. I like the sass. Mm-hmm. Um because as is very sassy. People don't give him enough credit. Yeah. Because when he does co- he's very quiet, but when he comes in with his comments, yeah, he cuts you. The dude's got some jokes. I have to oh. say as someone that's literally still on the third book. <laughs> For over a year, <laughs> which probably tells you what I think about that series. <laughs> but <laughs> um, I'm surprised that this is even a because obviously I because somehow I'm avoiding the spoilers of the internet. Go me. Um, I'm surprised. Nice. I'm surprised that that's even some like a thing that people because for as I in my head I thought I knew who he would like I don't want to say like but like well, I mean, it doesn't really matter to you guys but like for people that haven't read it uh, listening I having only read like oh two, yeah you there's a lot like, then there's the a lot you're missing then. yeah you've got you've got a lot to unpack yeah so we're good gonna luck. have to go to a different topic of conversation let's talk about Rowan's haircut <laughs> <laughs> okay sorry I'm so mad about it I know you love it I'm yes. super pissed okay about well it. so I wrap up too. wrap up Elaine and Lucian stuff read yeah. the rest of the book so that way you can have a full opinion on this yeah one and day yeah one day to everybody else you don't even have to finish Silver Flames for that but Silver Flames if you like me some dark smutty stuff I, that's it's exactly good. what it's i told her that that's exactly Dead, what i told that her that book's so deep in my heart pushing me I to read would... it and i'm i'm yeah. very tempted to just not even finish the third one and just go straight to that one like but that's also a bit sociopath behavior so i might i might chill on it <laughs> you need you need some of the ending bits to really feel the pain of the next one and unfortunately you need frost and starlight even though i hated that book i, I don't think anybody of, liked that one it's kind of just uh, i feel like i could do like my terrible behavior i did with the shadow and bone trilogy um i read the first two <laughs> and then i could never i couldn't really just couldn't be fucked with the third one they were not great and so i uh i, I just read it. the last couple of pages just to just to round all right what happened <laughs> so maybe i could yeah. just do that with this that series as well yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a bad that's a whole I'm a other bad, uh, <laughs> Shadow and Bones was a slog yeah it was not good <laughs> that's probably another hill I'll die on because I'm not a fan of that one no I'll, yeah, I'll... Grisha, the Grisha one I haven't read Six of Crows I've read the first Grisha verse book and I'm not no I have read all of them uh, the Grisha series or Grisha I don't know hard for me it was slow and that was that was one that I kind of hate read all the way through because I was like everybody loves these I have to figure it out and I came down on a different side than most people like I really like Mal I was not a like me too all in on the darkling I, I didn't like, like any I was of at them. first and I was like oh <laughs> I didn't okay. like any of them either <laughs> I was like 
they're all irritating and the darkling when everyone was like oh because the only yeah. reason I read it was for the dark and I was like oh you're gonna give me some like villain that's like hot as hell like yes please like give me the bait yeah. like feed me and then I read him and I'm like he's basic he's such a basic yeah, villain it's not even anywhere yeah <laughs> That's one of my other opinions is that I like Maven better than the Darkling. I would die for Maven, Kalor. I, I would die for him. I love him so much and everyone hates him and I get it. I really do. But I I love his character and his complexity and all of his issues. I I love him so much. From Red Queen. Yeah. I that guy I, I'm the only I might know one other person who really loves him. I don't love him, but he's cool. Like I he's a good villain or kind semi-villain like he i've only read the first book (laughs) shocking he's Um, so good i king's cage is probably one of my favorites and it's so messed up (laughs) like i'm I'm like uh are you sure this is ya because this content is uh, a little bit weird (laughs) but i loved it and i loved him i've only read the first book but I will say that he was like the most interesting character to me. Yeah, he's very yeah, he's very complicated. Yeah, I love him, and he gets more complicated, and you find out more, and you're just like, ah, I'm an Evangeline. Are <laughs> yes. the only reason I read that book, Cal Evangeline. Is, you want to talk about basic? I love him though. Cal is I... Tiberius Kalar is the most basic bitch man I've ever <laughs> I seen. I loved him until a specific part of book three and then I was like oh my god of course like I knew it but of course and then I was like okay I guess I still love you but anyway (laughs) to wrap things up I cannot (laughs) talk on any of the first three Grisha but I refuse to read them out of saltiness towards whoever I'm not gonna mention any names told me that I could read Six of Crows before I read the first three and you obviously can't and so now I refuse to do anything else with that series yeah but- it makes me so sad because honestly the six crows duology to me i'm like it is incredible the fact that anybody it's so anywhere bad. would say that the trilogy is better than the duology i'm like you're insane i respectfully want to tell you that you're wrong <laughs> <laughs> respectfully no i won't even do it respectfully you're just wrong <laughs> you're an idiot you're wrong right. respectfully i mean the, the the trilogy is just so slow and blah but i am glad that i read it first because it gave me a really good magic basis Same. and character information and easter eggs Absolutely. to find that that is what made the duology so much better yeah and i didn't get any of that and with that magic versus the other and the knowledge of the world yes you just gain more from the books so i do like definitely disagree that when the cameos come in and you're like oh my gosh it's this character you're so excited to see yeah that. yeah and nope, didn't get any those of that. are the moments that made it so wonderful and you need the trilogy to do that yes as much as i did love the and trilogy. you all know that i'm that specific type of reader that enjoys the easter eggs that enjoys the cameos that needs to have all of the information and you literally miss out on a good chunk of world building and history and context so I went. Yeah, you got di- you. Like... You were done dirty there. Like you at least needed. I mean, I've not read the third one, but like you needed one too. Not for me. I don't really care that you see other people that you've seen before to get excited. I do, it doesn't. But like, I, I don't mind. Easter eggs aren't that important to me. I enjoy them. Don't get me wrong, but I don't live for them. But I, you really needed the the context of the world that isn't given in the duology because it's assumed that you will have read the other the other books 
Well, like, even the whole thing between uh, Nina and Matthias is, like, that entire thing was explained in the first three books. Like, the witch hunts and the way that they were going and the different worlds and the way they fit together, the magic systems, Mm. all of the different Mm. types of magic. And then you're thrown into Six of Crows and there's, like, one person with magic. So you don't understand the world at large. I will never not be sad for you. Yeah, I'm sad for you. I'm sorry I didn't appreciate those books. I think that you could reread them all. I think you could reread them all and you might, but I think you would be so mad reading them that you still wouldn't enjoy them. Yeah. <laughs> I also just think that the TV show was better than all of them anyway. Okay, so, I'll have like... to watch the show then just to catch up. But if <laughs> if we want to keep moving to our end segment, yeah. All right, Loretta. Which is me. So we're going to play a game this week, um, as we always do, and it's going to be what are they reading? So I'm going to throw out a name. Most of them are fictional. One of them is not for funsies. And we're going to discuss what they're watching, like movie-wise or TV series, or uh, what they're reading. So first one up is, because <laughs> we've discussed this already at length, <laughs> is Noah Centineo. <laughs> From uh, All the Boys I Loved Before. I'm so dead. <laughs> okay, can I give background to this yeah, person? Yeah, you need to give this, the story. the context. So the context is that we make fun of Noah Centineo because whenever people ask him what he's reading, he only ever mentions, like, one book. <laughs> and I'm and not... It's, philos- it's like a philosophy And book. I'm not fully convinced, based off of his twe- tweets and his, like, social media, that he actually reads. Um... <laughs> Savage. I don't think he's ever read anything. So I other am, than I I'm convinced that he's probably still reading that one book that he recommends to everybody, which is which is called Shantaram. He's on the first page. Yeah, he's like, this book is so good, and he's only read like chapter one. <laughs> Absolutely, he skimmed it he one time. No and he's like, yeah. yeah, I've read this. Sorry, <laughs> Noah Centineo, if you're listening, but I'm not convinced you're a reader. This, it doesn't sound bad. like you're convinced he can read. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of my favorite pastimes when I'm feeling down is to go to Noah Centineo's Twitter account and read what he's tweeting. Like, okay. they're just so funny. <laughs> well, I, I mean, maybe we need to find a few. Can we just make that a game? Like, what's Noah Centineo's <laughs> tweeting? <laughs> but anyway, like... I love him, but I'm also not convinced that he knows what he says most of the time. But anyway, he's, <laughs> he's reading Shantaram, if anybody's wondering. Oh, yeah, that's what it was called. Yeah. I didn't know it. Oh, did you know that there was a contest to win a date with him? Ew. I know. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's so awkward. That's, ick. that's a big ick. Okay, I'm, I'm going to read you... A very poetic one, just one, okay. and then we can go on to our next character. Okay. Um, cold showers in Montreal. Two ellipsis, not three. Different. No period. What? Oh, uh, it's so good! It's so good. Everybody, please just go read Noah Centineo's tweets. When did he tweet that? Was it recently? <laughs> in January. Oh, okay. It's. I didn't even have to go back far. I don't think he's tweeted for a while. Okay. It looks like uh, he reposted something two weeks, a month ago. So, yeah. And it's a, the illiterate of the 21st century will not be those who cannot read and write, but those who cannot learn, unlearn, and relearn. Learn to read. I mean, that's not him. That's somebody else saying that, but. 
Oh anyway, yeah, Fun he times. needs to learn <laughs> to read. Uh, okay. All right. Continue next on. one up. I'm very excited about this one. Uh, Edward Cullen. Oh, Lord. <laughs> okay. I know that man has a whole bunch of bookshelves, but like, he is not reading those. He is reading how to disassemble a body and how to make a grenade. Like, he's reading dark what? shit in the basement. Guys. It's not poetry in that man's head. It's not. I didn't read Midnight Sun. Knowing what I, I do did. about Stephanie Meyer and like how she wrote the books, I was thinking that he's the Book of reading, Mormon. Yeah, reading the Bible. Basically. I was going to say the Bible. Yeah, yeah. Be guilty. He has his little corner where he's, <laughs> he's like, crying over the Bible, and he like lights the candles and he reads his Bible. He's like, crying over the Bible and like hitting yeah. himself with a flop. When he like. sees Bella, when he sees Bella in her long khaki skirts. He's like, and he like thinks things he is like I need to go and I need to read and sin again by breathing. <laughs> I must repent. There was a flash of ankle today. It was too much for me to bear. <laughs> but in front yeah. of other people, he would have like a book cracked open of like Edgar Allan Poe or something. He'd be like, look at me, I'm so cultured. <laughs> and then like yeah, he just goes and cries over his Bible. But inside is the Bible. Inside is, is, is it's like hollowed out. <laughs> Oh my god, that, okay, okay. Bible this is, I, I also add on here Dracula, but that's even better, he carries around a version, copy of Dracula, but then he cuts it out, and he just puts the Bible <laughs> inside, and he, like, you know, like, the irony of carrying around Dracula. This is 100% canon, <laughs> and I stand by this. Uh, yeah, this is accurate information. Yes. Oh my god. Facts. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, the next fictional character is Imorian, or aka otherwise known as Dorian from Throne of Glass, but we have named him okay, Imorian. I think, okay, I think Dorian is reading Percy Jackson. Ooh. I think Imorian is... That's a good point. I want to say Edgar Allan Poe, but I don't think it's Edgar Allan Poe, because I think he's better than that. I think he's reading, like, uh, Dark Smutty. I think he's, like, reading Den of Vipers. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I'm not. Fully... I think he secretly wrote Den of Vipers. He is still. He is still in his early emo stages, though. Like I'm not fully convinced he's that. He's that deep into you're right. it. Like he. No, you're what's, right. What's your intro emo he book? Thinks is yes. Emo. And then because he can't be fully emo all the time because he's not used to it, he like locks himself in his room and watches Legally Blonde to make himself feel better. He's an then... emo in training. He's got his training wheels. No, but he's like got copies of Den of Vipers and stuff so that Manon will see them yes. laying out in his tent. And yeah, she's like, that's what? true. He's yeah. like hot goth girl. He has, the, he has the books, but he's afraid to open them because he read like the first few pages and he's like, what is this? I'm not ready. Well, because for him, it's not entertainment. It's a how-to manual. He's like, right. <laughs> yeah. He's taking notes in the margins <laughs> and flagging I've pages. got this hot witch that thinks I'm nothing. Okay, like, how am I gonna? What do I do here? Like, okay, I have to be yeah. a badass right okay, now. Okay, that's Let me fair. Study. That's fair. Yeah. He's reading dark romance, but he's only reading them because he needs tips and tricks. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah, he's he's mildly scandalized by like them. The tamer dog, but he's like, I'm entry. going with it because I will, I will go with anything. He's he, once he hits a Morian point in Kingdom of Ash, like. He has no holds barred. Like, there's no more ceiling for this man. He is just willing to go straight into, like, you could tell him, you could do that, but, like, you might unalive. And he's like, I'm in it, let's go. Yeah. 
Like that is that he's so rough in that. But like I love it. Like, Oof, he's gone off the deep end on that one. So yeah, I like to think of him reading dark romance and being scared. <laughs> yeah, that makes that's gonna give me joy. Uh, I'm, I'm just gonna start thinking yes. that now. That's gonna, gonna be in my joy. Life. Definitely canon. He's like got reverse harems in there. He's like, how could I be one of these? He's yeah. Notes. He's like, Tao, are you free? You want to like help me? <laughs> Let's tag team. I want to try Let's something. Do. I can't even get on those. No, no. so I don't care what that man's reading. <laughs> okay. Next fictional character is Roth from the Dark Elements. My uh, all time <laughs> love from teenage years my god my heart my soul <laughs> yes what is he reading Steph? tell us you know what he could read the fucking dictionary and i would be still <laughs> like <laughs> i would just be like yes yes he could tell Absolutely. me he's reading he's reading how to clean my snake's cage and like <laughs> Yeah. ACDC magazines from the 70s. <laughs> yeah. He has piled under his yeah, bed. I bet he's like Absolutely. a secret like, comic Stone. nerd or something. Like he would like like have like comic books or oh, something. Yeah. Um, or like, yeah, I think he'd be like into that and like and challenge you to talk shit about it. Like he would be like, come at me, bro. Like yeah. if you even tried. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I would do it just to get a reaction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have strong feelings for this non-man man. <laughs> Non-man. Oh, I do too. I love Roth. Oh, I, I absolutely, absolutely love him. Absolutely love Roth. I just, uh, he's wonderful. In every way. Yeah, I think he's reading, like, old issues of Rolling Stone with, like, ACDC and that stuff on the cover. That feels on And brand. maybe some car, ma- I don't know why I think of him as, like, a car magazine guy. Like, he's not watching YouTube videos. He's flipping through an old, like, car manual. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. He's got kind of that kind of... I, I, it's that vibe. He's the vibe it's of, like machine yeah he's grunge he's 90s he's 90s grunge like 90s um yeah like he's like uh johnny depp's 90s aesthetic like just kind of grungy yeah 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 Yeah, i agree with that i love it yeah just died and went to heaven a little bit just thinking about it um all right next one is ronan lynch what do we think he's reading he's reading all of the mob books and movies. Yeah. Yeah. And then he also goes to the library to check out books on, like, ghosts. And and dreams. He's reading up on what dreams mean and means. I, yeah, I yeah. was going to say, he's, like, rereading his old journal entries. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's I think that's more... That's more of a Gansy thing to me. Like, I think that he's reading his journal and Ronan is like, nah, let's watch The Godfather. Like, his his favorite movie is, like, The Departed. I I feel like Ronan would, would switch between, like, like the Godfather and like like hard like mobster stuff and like fan fictions <laughs> or something. Oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> He's on Wattpad. Yeah. He <laughs> would read fan fictions. <laughs> He's writing them. And then he has a them. and then he has an anonymous account. And he like comments on all his favorite ones. <laughs> all his favorite yes. ones. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right, this one will be Jess's favorite. You can weigh in. Julian Blackthorne. I think this is the last one, too. Okay, last one. Last one. We're getting close. Julian, what do we think he's reading? Julian Blackthorne. Poems he wrote to Emma. Poems he wrote to Emma. Yeah. I think he's reading reading The Art of War. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he would. Cookbooks, parenting books. Parenting books. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nothing Steph fun. Hasn't, Steph hasn't read these yet. You will. You, when you get to these books, you will understand why we say parenting books and cookbooks. He's reading, he's just not that into you, but trying to, like, <laughs> make himself think it the other way about his friend. <laughs> oh, you would. You know, he's like, you've got to tell yourself. This is what you have to do. <laughs> Self-help books. <laughs> We love we love Julian. Always good to end okay. on Shadow Hunter okay. content. All right, a good all right. Thank you all for joining us. This was so much fun. Uh, next week's topic is for your oral entertainment. Which I'm not going to explain because that sounds fun. <laughs> to leave you guessing. Uh, follow us on socials: uh, Instagram, Twitter, all the things. We are at Emo's Girls Guide. Uh, We'll leave links in the notes for all the rest of our stuff and to Steph's shop. Um, And join us next week. Uh, May your day be blessed with main character energy. Main character energy! Yay! Yay. (laughs) Thank you for joining us. Thank you!